Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 269. Fire. 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 Your daily dose of inspiration, encouragement, and energy from the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. Prepare to ignite now. This is Entrepreneur on Fire. With John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Greetings, Fire Nation. Are you looking for a graphic designer? How about 210,000 of them? 99designs is waiting to connect you to more than 200,000 graphic designers worldwide. Visit 99designs.com slash fire to find out how they can help you with your next logo, web, or apparel design. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Patrick Llewellyn. Patrick, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. (laughs) All right. Patrick is the CEO of 99designs. 99designs is the world's largest online graphic design marketplace, connecting businesses looking for design work with more than 220,000 graphic designers from 192 countries around the world and they are an amazing sponsor of Entrepreneur on Fire. So Patrick, I've given Fire Nation a little overview, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you, and then give us an overview of your business. Sure. Why don't I start with the business? Because I generally try to stay in the background and don't think I'm that interesting for your listeners. (laughs) I know that this is the challenge. Uh, You know, so about us, you, you nailed it. Our mantra is all about connecting great graphic designers with opportunity from around the world. And so... You know, our marketplace is, you know, I think the little known fact about our marketplace is that we were a naturally recurring behavior. So we're, in fact, a spin out of another company called SciPoint.com. And what was happening was a graphic design community playing a game called Photoshop Tennis. For fun, they would put a a fictional brief uh, into a forum thread and have designers and then other designers would submit their ideas and I'll essentially vote for them. So what we had was designers creating um, designs to a fictional brief. And then one day, one of the designers said, hey, I've got a real-life customer that I need to do a logo for. Um, You guys do them better than I do. How about uh, you submit your ideas to my brief, and if I pick one of you, I'll pay you. And so that's how our business model started. So we're now the world's largest contest site in the world. Um, and, And essentially, that model still happens today. Small business owners and entrepreneurs write their brief typically for a logo or website design. Basically, anything that a graphic designer can create has been created on 99designs. They post their brief. We collect their money. Designers then start submitting their concepts. Entrepreneurs provide their feedback. And at the end of it, they've typically found one, two, maybe three designers that style they really like. They shortlist them. They work with them more intently. And at the end, they pick uh the designer whose designs are like best and they get ownership of the de- this explicit design they've had created. And I can personally vouch, Patrick, for 99designs. I've used them multiple times for multiple designs, a lot of aspects of my business, which is why when I approached 99designs to sponsor EO Fire, I knew they were a great fit for that reason and they've proven so and Fire Nation has taken advantage of that sponsorship, of that $99 of service packs that's available. So great stuff all around. And listen, you claim you're a boring guy, Patrick, but just share with us a little bit behind the scenes. We do want to get to know you as well. So a little bit about our story. I mean, I think, you know, the thing that we're 
obviously my accent gives something away. So I'm an Aussie guy and 99 Designs is essentially a, an Aussie company. That's where our origin started. So, and in fact, where a lot of the magic still happens today. So we started in, in Melbourne, Australia, and that's still the home for our engineers. So we've got over 35 people down there now who are, you know, engineers, UX designers, some customer support as well, and some operations. But that's essentially where we build everything. And now we have a substantial office here in San Francisco where we service and market and operate the business from. And, you know, 99designs also has offices in, in Berlin and we have people on the ground in London and Paris. Um, so we've kind of, we've expanded our, our footprint, but the reason why I put that context out there is that's essentially my journey. You know, I was lucky enough to join 99designs in uh, September of 2009. So the business was already up and running. I think we had eight people at the time. Um, I'd known the founder, Mark Harbottle, um, for quite some time and also one of his uh, angel investors, Lenny Mayo. And we were talking about the business and talking about opportunities for the business. And, um, you know, I suppose Mark asked me to come join the business. And essentially our aim was for me to join and then come and open an office in 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 San Francisco um, so that we could be closer to our customers, um, being closer to the investor community here um, and, you know, really be amongst it. We had, we sort of had some embryonic partnerships that we were exploring at that time. Um, and so being in San Francisco um, was an important step um, in us growing into the business, the business that we are today. So. I moved myself, I, you know, I sold my house and I packed up my wife and um, my three kids and, and uh, we sort of, yeah, journeyed into the unknown. You know, we, uh, we uh, rented a house off Craigslist, Airbnb wasn't as popular then. We rented another house on Craigslist and, you know, we essentially found our way in the city and we had one guy on the ground here. Um, and so he and I were in a, a shared office space at a place called um, Pier 38, which is kind of a bit of an iconic startup place here in San Francisco. Um, but we had, a, you know, a, a pretty dingy room there um, with the two of us in it. We hired a couple of support guys very early on and we basically grew the business um, from that, that foundation. So, you know, we're, we were bootstrapped uh, up until April of 2011. So, you know, we essentially really, as a business, we've always really been focused on living within our means and, and, and really focused on the customer experience. So I talked a little bit about how we spun out of, 99, out of SitePoint um, as 99designs. But the way we did that was really around just looking and listening to the designers who made up one part of our community and our customers who make up the other. And by listening to them and learning what it was that they needed from our platform, we were able to build a platform that delivered on the promise. And so for the first three years of our existence, we didn't actually spend really any money on marketing at all. What we did was focus on delivering the best customer experience we could. And that in turn gave us a great deal of word of mouth growth um, and meant that we were able to sort of build our business exponentially. And then, uh, you know, in 2011, I alluded to that, in April of 2011, we were lucky enough to do, you know, a relatively large Series A investment with Excel Partners. Um, 
And so they invested over $35 million into our business, which was exciting for us. And it's been, you know, a pretty rapid journey from there. You know, we're no longer four people in San Francisco. We're close to 50. Um, we're 49. And, you know, we've got 90 people plus around the world. Well, Patrick, we're going to dive even more into that later on in the interview. But before we get ahead of ourselves, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire interviews off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. I love who you've chosen for today's success quote. So take it away. Nelson Mandela. I mean, I remember reading uh, Long Walk to Freedom. I think it was my year 12 text. And uh, it was very inspirational to me then. And, you know, he's a man that's inspired, I think, the world in many different ways. And, and so one of his great quotes is, it always seems impossible until it's done. And I think that that's, you know, you can apply that to life, but you can also apply that pretty aptly to business. Well, apply it aptly to business for you, Patrick. How have you actually taken this mantra recently and applied it to business and it's come out correct on the other side? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. Impossible is a, is a tough task. I mean, I think for us, you know, scaling globally has been something that we saw as a, a very tough challenge. You know, you, you kind of think about it, you know, Melbourne, Australia is a long way from everywhere. And, and, you know, to think that we're now, you know, throughout the globe, as you said, we've got designers in over 190 countries, we've had customers in over 150, you know, we're paying out $1.8 million a month. You know, I think for us, reaching scale, I think felt impossible. And I remember sitting in our office in San Francisco with the founders when we were creating our first business plan, because, you know, one of the things about our business was because we were acting you know, we're essentially monetizing and building on what was an organic behavior happening in a forum thread. We never, we never really formally planned this business. The business kind of happened upon itself. But in 2010, we really set out to, um, to do a much more formal business plan so that we could, you know, better map out what we were doing so that if we ever found ourselves talking to investors, then we were able to, to talk to that. If we found ourselves talking to corporate partners, we could talk to that. And I think at that time, we were really unsure about what sort of scale um, this business could achieve. We were, we definitely had, we had doubts about whether, you know, our unique contest model could be applied to a segment anything other than sort of the high-tech entrepreneurs who are using us in the first instance. And so, you know, I think what I'm, you know, what I, what I found pleasing over the last three years is that one, the goals that we set ourselves, you know, we've managed to achieve, which, you know, I think for me is a testament to the power of goal setting. And it's something that I, I certainly, one of the things that I highly recommend anyone takes the time to do is actually, you know, get your, your vision down onto one page and have your goals um, set because without setting goals, I don't think you've got any chance at all of actually achieving them. But I think what we learned was that if we actually wrote down our goals and planned, no matter how broad um, they were or how um, insurmountable they seemed, I think you give yourself a much better chance of achieving them. 
So Patrick, like any good CEO, you do an amazing job of taking the spotlight off yourself and directing it towards your company, 99designs. But I'm going to force that spotlight back to you because I just want to share that Entrepreneur on Fire is about your journey as an entrepreneur. We want to learn more about you and the failures and the challenges and the obstacles that you've overcome in your journey. So share with Fire Nation one of those times and how did you overcome that? I think for us, one of the things that I think I found personally challenging and I think as a business we found challenging as well is that when we started, we really thought that partnerships was going to be the way in which we built the business. And so, you know, because we weren't spending any money on on marketing and we didn't have any budget to spend on marketing, what we thought, our, our assumption was that if we found big business partners who had a client base that we thought had a need. So, you know, at 99designs, you know, I think, you know, a large, over 60% of our business is logo design, so startup businesses. So we went out and looked for startup, for businesses that had that audience. And it was our thesis that if we could partner with those those businesses, you know, all of our problems would be solved. XYZ company has 4 million small business customers. If we could just partner with them, um, you know, uh, game over. We'll, we'll have made it. And and so we set out and we created a, a couple of partnerships that took a long time to negotiate, um, took a lot of effort, took a lot of customization on our behalf. And when you're a small team, you know, focus is everything. And so we had to divert our focus. And what we thought, it wasn't diversion. We thought focusing on partners as as a channel was the right strategy for us. And, you know, the hard lesson for us was there is no panacea. And, and in fact, you know, we didn't find any partnership where it was a silver bullet and we invested a lot of time and money uh, into it, but it wasn't nece- hasn't necessarily been a success. Now, it doesn't mean that it's something that we're given up on. We still look and talk to partners, you know, all the time and we have people specifically focused on that inside 99designs. But... You know, it's just something that is very, very hard to make work and and we haven't cracked a nut on it. And I personally, you know, I, I see it as one of those things. It's kind of, you know, by all intents and purposes, you know, we, we failed. You know, we invested a fair bit of time and money into something that, you know, ultimately wasn't very successful. But it's, you know, we, we certainly learned a ton about ourselves and it's certainly something that we haven't given up on. So it's kind of that perpetual notion of, Whilst you might not get it right, doesn't mean you give up, you know? Love that. And if you can boil it down for Fire Nation, Patrick, what was one clear lesson that you take away from that experience, from that challenge that you faced? The clear thing for me is customer acquisition is tough. Right now we spend on marketing and and, and it's tough. You know, I think what I've learned in, in my time in the business is that there typically is no silver bullet. You know, there is... You know, you talk about that aha moment, and we've had a few of those less where we've gone, wow, we're pretty pleased with the results of that. But typically, it's a lot about executing, trying, failing, getting up, learning from those failures, and executing again. You know, I think that the real lesson is that it, it generally for us, you know, and I think for a lot of businesses, it's not one singular moment. It's lots of, you know, it's many little moments of success. And and really, you just constantly have to put yourself in the position of, you know, testing and learning and iterating as an organization. And you need to have, 
you know, I talked about a business plan being important, but I also believe it's important that you challenge that business plan and be prepared to change um, as you start to learn uh, along your journey. Absolutely. And we've had Eric Reese on our show, The Lean Startup. So we talk about this a lot. We talk about that minimally viable product or that minimally viable idea. Just get it out, get that feedback, get the feedback from the customers, from your target market, and then continue to change and continue to have different iterations and keep tweaking and perfecting until you actually get to where you're at a place where your customers are like, wow, this is sweet. And you're not going to get there unless you're willing to fail, unless you're willing to put forth something that's not going to be accepted immediately because you need to get that feedback if you ever do eventually want it to get accepted. So thank you for sharing that, Patrick. And you alluded to the aha moment. You jumped ahead of us a little bit, and that's exactly where we're going right now. So share with Fire Nation an aha moment that you've had, a light bulb that went off when you just said, wow, this resonates with me, with 99designs, with whatever example that you want to share. And how do you turn that moment into success? Yeah, so for us, I think as an organization, you know, so we've, we've always been proponents of the minimum viable product. You know, Eric Reese, you know, he's a bit of a guru inside our business. And, you know, I think unintentionally that's how we've built our business. I don't know, you know, if it was following his, his lean startup principles or really it was just, you know, basically the agile development framework and thinking about, you know, small iterative pieces and, you know, test lit, um, measure learn as a, as an, as a, as a, how it's applied. But I think for us, you know, one of our moments was when we hired, um, a talented UX designer and, and, and both he and I, we, we were sort of looking at the, uh, the front of funnel on, on our business and looking at, you know, how could we improve it? And so, you know, what, what James did for us was, you know, brought us forward and had us um, do some in-person user testing. And so we were able to bring in, you know, we recruited proper for the first time potential customers and we, we tested our funnel uh, competitive product funnels, a whole range of things with real-world users. And I think for us as an organization, that really was a, an aha moment where we were like, wow, uh, we saw some glaring uh, problems in, in, in our flow. Um, we were able to then go on and test some iterations that we had on our flow and we were able to see that that was resonating a lot stronger with, our, with this, you know, the test group. And then when we applied that, to our broader funnel, we actually saw significant improvements in our in our conversion rate. So it was kind of one of those things. So for us now, as an organization, we are big believers in user testing. Um, it's something that we try to do on a regular basis. I mean, we've always fundamentally listened to our customers and spent a lot of time, you know, engaging them and you know through our support channels uh, to make sure that what we're building for them is you know meets their expectations on both sides of our community. But I think you know, really using the sort of formal skills of, you know, trained UX um, folks has been something that's been really important for us as a business. And so, you know, we we generally haven't had, uh, we have now a couple of visual designers on staff and, you know, we take advantage of our community. But, you know, we're an organization that's really, you know, in our development process, UX is, 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 is very central um, to the way in which we go about building product. 
I love that, Patrick. And you keep saying UX, user experience. It's so powerful to continue to test, to continue to improve, and to stay cutting edge. And you are always doing that at 99designs on so many levels. But share with Fire Nation just one thing right now that's exciting you at 99designs. What makes 99designs so exciting is the fact that we've got this this fantastic global community of designers. Um, And so for us, what really what we're focused on is becoming more and more of a platform uh, in the way in which we connect designers and, and, and entrepreneurs and small business owners with opportunity. And so, you know, we talked a little bit about our design contest model, which is, you know, we're, where we essentially were the accidental business. You know, we started out of this forum thread. Um, but now what we're looking to do is to involve, evolve our platform. And, you know, I think if you've used us, you understand that, you know, so we have a, the design contest, which is a great way to, to meet a designer. We now have, you know, our one-to-one projects, which is a great way to go on and, and do follow-on work with the designer once you've met them. You know, we've got our logo store. So we've got a, a new product that I'm not quite allowed to talk about yet, but we're working on new ways in which we can effectively connect this community that we have with, with, you know, graphic design opportunity and creation of graphic design. And so for us, our journey is really just beginning on becoming a platform. You know, we're kind of, you know, our, our theme internally for 2013 has been, you know, from product to platform. And it, it really is the thesis that we have is that, you know, we've got this wonderful community of designers. We've got this wonderful community of, you know, small business owners and entrepreneurs who have been lucky enough who, who love our service. But now what we want to do is we want to build tools that, so that we can be an everyday part of their life um, so that we can help them, you know, access great design in, in multiple different ways. And so that's really, you know, what's exciting us and what's driving us is, you know, to really embark on that journey. That is so exciting. And a takeaway that I really want Fire Nation to hone in on here is that power of the community and how Patrick and 99designs as a whole is looking to cultivate that community. It's very similar to what I'm looking to do here with Entrepreneur on Fire and our over 267,000 unique downloaders for May and Fire Nation, those consistent listeners, is all about that community. And for me on a much smaller level, I'm looking to cultivate it just like Patrick is as well. So for the listener, how can you build your audience? How can you build your community? And how can you serve them first and foremost? So ask that question to yourself, Fire Nation. And let's take a quick second to thank our sponsor, 979899 designs is packed with over 210,000 graphic designers worldwide who are ready to help you with your next logo, web, apparel, or mobile app design. It's so easy to get started today. Simply visit 99designs.com slash fire. Tell them what you're looking for, and dozens of designers will submit quality designs created just for you. Not only does 99designs offer a complimentary design consultation with their San Francisco design team once you sign up, they also offer a continued world-class customer support 24-7 over the phone, via email, and on chat. Don't delay, Fire Nation. When you visit 99designs.com slash fire, you'll get a $99 power pack of services for free. That's right, Fire Nation. 99designs is offering you a $99 power pack of services for free. 
So visit 99designs.com slash fire to start your next design. And now let's move on to my favorite part of the show, Patrick, the lightning round. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yeah, I hope we can come up with some. Sure. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think ultimately it was the right opportunity. Uh, you know, self-belief, I think, also plays a part in it. I think, you know, you really, to become an entrepreneur, you have to have uh, an unwavering belief in, in your own ability and the, and the team's ability in which you're joining. And so for me, I think, you know, it, it was a little bit of luck um, and a little bit of self-belief. You know, I think I was very lucky in the fact that I had um, – the ability to build a great relationship with Mark um, and and join 99designs. And so, you know, kind of in some ways, I'm a bit of the accidental entrepreneur, just like 99designs was almost an accidental business. You know, I, I joined with the first role was to, you know, open an office in North America and just get closer to our customers. And, and you know, we've gone on to lead the business as CEO now for uh, quite a few years and, you know, took us through a capital raising and, and did all of those things. And I think for me, you know, it's really just about believing in yourself <laughs> was that, you know, I think that's the thing that holds you back. And, you know, typically I think there's a good mix of luck. Great insights. What's the best advice you've ever received? I think that, you know, you know uh, focus, you know, focus on one thing and, and, and do it well. Like, you know, we talk about this sort of Tesla and iterate. I think, you know, I think that is important, but in an organization, it's important to remain very focused at the task at hand. And so for us in the early days at 99designs and, and even still today, we focus very heavily on what we were talking about before, that customer interaction yes. uh, and, and, and the community at large. And I think, you know, you've just, if you remain, staying focused gives you a good chance of being successful. And I think when you divert your focus and you start trying to do too many things at once is where things can go off, off the rails. I think the, the other bit of advice that kind of, goes hand in hand with that and it's one that I don't know if I've received or something that I've learned but I and it's something that I, I try to share with you know uh, startup entrepreneurs all the time is you know don't hire anyone until you know exactly what they're going to do and you know you've got probably one and a half times the work for them to do I think it's really really important for a startup to really efficiently deploy resources because they're, you know, they are just so scarce when you're starting up. Um, and, and, and having a clear vision for what it is that the, the new members of your team are going to be working on will help them join and be productive quickly, but will also, you know, help you run a, a lean organization and one that helps maintain that feeling of, you know, that startup energy, which is, you know, startup energy is all around, I'm sure you feel like this every day, mate. You know, you're kind of overwhelmed with just so much opportunity at hand. You know, everyone feels overworked. Um, there's always, you know, a huge list of things for everyone to get through on a daily basis. And I think, you know, I, I think maintaining some of that, that sense of urgency is, is really important, whether you're 5, 10, 15, 100 people, 1,000 people. I think it's really important to try and, you know, keep that going. Absolutely. Hire slow, fire fast. We've heard it time and time again from past entrepreneurs that have been on Entrepreneur on Fire. And to talk about that word focus, I love that you use it, Patrick. 
Fire Nation, some of them, you know what's coming because I love that word focus. Say it with me if you're driving in your car, if you're at the gym right now, focus. Follow one course until success. My favorite acronym out there. So Patrick, what's something that's working for you right now? I think we've covered a, a bunch of it for us. You know, uh, user testing is working great for us. Uh, I'll have to throw this out. I mean, I think for us, uh, uh, just in a sort of marketing tidbits, podcasts, yeah, or an advertising channel that we're getting really excited about. I think it's. Uh, I think what you know, what you're doing, and, and what other you know, you know media commentators are doing out there. It's it's super exciting, and I think we're actually seeing it as a really interesting channel to. To advertise awares, and I, you know, talk to a lot of other um, entrepreneurs, and I'm starting to see more and more of them. You know, I listen to, I consume a lot of podcasts myself, and you know, I think it's becoming a very viable and effective medium for advertising. Well, I love to hear you say that, Patrick, and I'll try not to go off on a tangent because I'm so passionate about that subject, obviously, but I love working with sponsors like 99designs because you guys totally get it. You know that Fire Nation, my massive audience of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and small business owners around the world know, like, and trust me because I have seven podcasts per week. I've had over 270 episodes thus far of this great content. They know me. They like me. They trust me. And you just say, hey, John, here's some talking points. Talk about it in your own way, your experiences with 99designs. Go for it. And here's a gift for Fire Nation. And so then when I say, hey, guys, go to 99designs.com slash fire. Get your free gift. They do in droves. And they come back and they talk to me about the great experiences they've had. So I love that you see that. Other sponsors are totally catching on as well. I have some other amazing sponsors as well. Audible, LegalZoom, Squarespace. It's so exciting to see people coming on board. So I won't go off on a tangent because I want to bring the focus back on to the lightning round. Do you have an internet resource, Patrick, like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I think the things that I'm in love with are, are pretty boring, you know, like I am just the <laughs> biggest Dropbox fanboy of all time. You know, I think it's, uh, it's saved me time and time again to be able to access documents wherever I am in the world, but more importantly, to back up my, you know, my most important possessions, which is the photos of my kids. And so, uh-huh. you know, like I think, uh, it's a, obviously a well-known tool that everyone hopefully uses, but it's one that, you know, I love, I think as an organization, I'm happy, you know, I think some of the tools that I think one tool in particular, um, we're huge fans of right now, and it's one that's helping us on a very important journey that we're undertaking, which is internationalization, so localization of our services for local markets. And so there's a company out there called Smartling who helps you with the whole translation process of your site. And, and so they provide not only a translation layer of software, but they can also connect you with great translators. And and it's a service that we've been using, and so it's allowed us in the last you know nine months to localize in six languages um, and really helping us expand our business into an international footprint. So huge. Yeah. It's, and, 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 you know, they deliver, you know, I, I, like you, you know, I, I really only want to recommend companies that I, you know, we, 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 we have great experience with and, and, and smartlink has been one that we've had, you know, just tremendous success with. Powerful. Well, Fire Nation, you know that you can find the links to this resource and everything else that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Patrick Llewellyn. So Patrick, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, 
what would it be? Uh, this one's probably already been recommended a, 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 a ton of times. But it was one that uh, I just couldn't put down, and, and, and it's something that we live and breathe here at 99. So delivering happiness, you know, from Tony Shea, I think it was just, you know, it was just a, it's a great read. It, you know, what he's done is put together a, a collection of stories and anecdotes, you know, mostly around his Zappos experience, but it's one and, you know, the, the customer-centric view of that organization, how they've been able to build such an amazing business based on that is something that, you know, we've taken to heart. You know, we've always sort of had that philosophy, but I thought it was a very powerful book and, and one that I really enjoyed. It truly is a powerful book. And Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com. It's a gift from Audible for Entrepreneur on Fire listeners, eofirebook.com. If I was going to dig back, if you wanted like a secondary resource, then I think a book that we got a lot of value from, it's an, it's an oldie but still a goodie, is the, the, the 22 Immutable laws of branding uh it's a it's a book by alan laura reese and and it's a and it's actually i think it was first written in 1998 so um you know it's it's pretty old now but i think a lot of the lessons around branding and 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 you'll love it focus (laughs) and the focus for a brand is is succinctly put in that one so if you're thinking about you know, branding a new business or a new product, you know, even though it's, you know, certainly uh, it's, that's a timeless classic. So Patrick, this next question's my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would uh, research uh, whatever area I was in. I'd be researching what were the the you know the entrepreneurial meetups the the startup events that were going on and wherever I was I'd invest money in in attending those events and and rebuilding my network and 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 putting myself out there because I think you know for me business is about people um, you know I'm blessed to be working with such a wonderful team at 99 designs and I think you know I don't profess to be a genius in, in anything uh, and so I think what I would be looking to do is to utilize that you know, the internet to research uh, where I could go to meet uh, the, the best people I possibly could in the shortest amount of time because I think that's where the next kernel of opportunity would come from. Love that. And Patrick, I've loved everything about this interview. Thank you for taking the time to share your journey with Fire Nation. Give us one parting piece of guidance, then share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. You know, we talked about our own personal motto and for, and for us inside 99 Designs, ours is really about this concept of just getting it done. And so, you know, stay focused, break down a task uh, and, and make sure that you're completing something towards that task, you know, every day. I think that puts you in pretty good stead. Uh, you can find me, you know, I'm not a huge social media user, so you can find me uh, at uh, patrick at 99designs.com. Um, Love to hear from uh, our customers and designers. Wonderful. Well, Fire Nation, you are well aware that you can find the links to everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Patrick Llewellyn. Patrick, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. 
Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Cheers, mate. 100% support, monthly webinars, giveaways, an annual meetup, a private forum, private email access to me, your success stories being highlighted on Entrepreneur on Fire. These are all the things you'll get when you join Fire Nation Elite, a tribe of like-minded individuals who have banded together to form a powerful community. Speaking from experience, this type of community is priceless. Find out for yourself by applying at firenationelite.com and schedule your 15-minute chat with me today. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.